is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! The Dallas Cowboys select Layton Vanderes. This is Hanging with the Boys. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, and Shannon Gross. Monday, and what a Monday it is. So many things to get to. I wish we had two hours to do this show. We have, uh, yeah, today. I mean, <laughs> we've been struggling for things to talk about, and now oh, we have really? draft things, Jason Witten things, bye bye, Ryan Switzer, hello, Tavon Austin. So many things to get so to. So many things. But to get us started, what was that, Kurt? So many what things. Looking, what you looking at in that Twitter feed? Oh. Uh huh. Mm hmm. All right. <laughs> What's up, fellas? How are you? All right, how you doing? I'm great. Whoa. Nate, you all right, Nate? Yeah, I'm good. Didn't like that offensive tackle from Texas? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just, you know. I'm, I'm, oh, here we go. This is He's getting, he's getting into pre. You know, no, 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 no. Brother. Oxnard mood. We're not going to waste any of your time. I hope. But I'm waiting on him to say, hey, we got Broadus here. The draft has been completed. Hey, we got Rodgers here. The Let's draft has been completed. Let's, Let's get after it. For, I, I, I mean, all the guessing I, is over with. Let's go to it. Welcome to the show, Rodgers. Yeah, I, I appreciate. It. I just got. Yeah. I just got done with the show. I appreciate the like the two minutes of me not having to talk. No, you need some water. I, I, I was said this. Throw it on me, man. Let him catch his breath. I was uh, letting him catch his breath. No, sir. All right, Rodgers. Who now. is who is this guy? Let's let's do this. I told you this is what we're going to take. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. Who you talking about? Who yeah. is this? Explain. Let's do this, Broadus. Yeah. We only have you for about 15 minutes. Sure. So let's hit all these guys, and you give us what we're getting with these players, and then let's get the two guys we got in trades and, yeah. and tell us what we can expect out of them because we don't have you for long. But kick it off with uh, kick it off with our first guy, Vander Esch. Yeah. What are we getting there? Well, you're getting a guy that can play all three positions, though. He's a guy. He's got the size. He's got the speed. He's got the ability, though, to make plays on the outside. Where he's going to be a little bit of a problem, I think, for him is he's going to have to learn how to play a little bit more physical with his hands at the point of attack. Mm -hmm. But you're talking about a guy that can run, hit, finish. You watch the Oregon game. He avoids a lot of blocks. He makes plays in the hole. You get a guy that's really good in coverage. I think Mm -hmm. that's where he's really going to shine here initially, though. He's got a feel for how to play in drop and then react to the football. So really a smart, aware player in that regard. Again, he could play all three spots. I have a feeling he's going to play Mike. They're going to probably do something with Jalen Smith. We'll see how that all plays out. Any concerns with his health? No, actually, the everybody kind of was a scare. They're talking about his neck and the things that were going on with there. Talked to some doctors here. Talked to some trainers here. Everybody was okay on that. So there should be no problem with the, with the health. That's why they were able to take him. This is a guy they targeted all along that they were going to take. It's a team that needs linebackers. He's what he fits what they want to do defensively. Now he hasn't played he hasn't played eleven on eleven football for very long. Are there any is he a project guy? No, he, no, no, no. You, he's you watch, ready? Yeah, you it's watch day one start. Yeah, you watch Boise football. He he's he's out now. Again, he hasn't. He's not one of these guys that's a four-year starter at Boise and all that. I mean, don't get me wrong about that. He's his sophomore year, he was playing quite a bit. He got he got hurt and then he then he, he took off a little bit his senior year, though. But he's always around the football. I I I the pick for me 
was I liked Evans from Alabama a little bit better because I, I thought he was a little bit more of a physical player. Mm-hmm. But I, I have no problem with Leighton Vander Esch for what they're going to try and do with him. I, I think he's a really good fit for, uh, for, for this football team. Okay. Did you have any doubts about them not taking a receiver in that? I, I knew they were taking Vanderish the whole time. I never thought they were going to take her. I mean, to me, it, we always talked about on the draft show. Okay, they're going to take a you know this. Oh, Dez is gone. They're going to take a receiver. They have to take a receiver. The receiver they got, Michael Gallup, and we'll get to him. You know, I have a side of second round grade on him. That just showed you the depth of the position. There were more wide receivers than there were linebackers. They wow. got a second round receiver at pick eighty one. Nice. And so to, on my board, and I'm sure on their board, he was probably in the same spot. So, uh, you know, that, that, uh, the, the, the fact that they were going to pick a receiver at 19, I just didn't feel like that that was it. You know, more was, more was available. And then also, too, Ridley was available, but I just didn't feel like Van Der Esch was their guy the whole time. And, and the, I, I thought about it the night before the draft. And I and I, and I thought about it like the, the Darren James, mm-hmm. and I, and I came to the conclusion by that morning, yeah, I, like they ain't taking this guy, yeah. Even if they fall to him, they and so I'm like somebody else is in the mix because I just wasn't feeling him because of all of the research I done on him. So the safety thing wasn't even a factor. Either. Well, we were on the draft show. We had talked about mm-hmm. this a bunch leading up to the draft. That my scout buddies around the league, not the Cowboys scout guys, but the scouts around the league were telling me that Derwin James was going to drop, and you know that he that there were some concerns about him as a player. Yeah. And so, you know, we were trying to prepare people on the draft show that he potentially could be that when the, when he went to when he went to the Chargers, the Cowboys didn't flinch in the war room. You could see, and they and they weren't interested in moving up. They were going to see what was happening. They respect the player, but I believe all along that uh, that Leighton Vander he was, was the a, man. He was Even when guy. Green Bay moved up, they, yeah. they didn't flinch. I yeah. mean, they said they got a little tight, but yeah, that was uh, his guy. The, can you see how different it was when they walked to the podium this year for this guy? How they spoke, and, yeah. And, and they, they just as a team, the energy was there mm-hmm. versus last year when they walked to the podium. Yeah, well, yeah, we, hopefully Taco will be better. Hopefully he will be they, better. Cat and those guys will get him playing. And I yeah. felt the fact that towards the end of the year he was playing better. But you're right, the the energy for Van Der Esch, I, I think, was different. I think initially some people, the the, the media scouts, didn't catch up. Mm-hmm. Until later on, about really how you know this guy's a good football player. I mean, but again, you're going to have to. You're if he gets in trouble, it's going to be taking on guys like you and not doing it well enough with his hands. Once he does, once he learns how to do that, this guy can run, he can hit, he can finish. You know, just worry about him physically at the point of attack a little bit. That that's why I woke up and I said I didn't during James do, but I sure woke up saying. And I knew they was going high, uh, pain and and via via. I was yeah. like, if we can just get one of those two, yeah, <laughs> the the pressure will be taken off our linebackers. But hey, let's move on, brothers. Yeah, yeah I think that you know, and two now I had if you look at my top fifty, like I said, three mm-hmm. of the three of their picks were uh, top fifty guys for me. I love this You're next good? pick. Yeah, I love yeah, this. Yeah, Connor pick. Williams to me. I had Connor Williams on my top fifty above Leighton Vander Esch. Wow. So to me, here at fifty. You get the opportunity. This guy plays lined up as a left tackle. I had seen this kid play at Coppell. I used to do the uh, games on Friday nights for four years. The senior year, I got to see him play, and he was an outstanding high school player. So he goes to Texas, and you know, there's people that say that if he would have come out of the draft last year, uh, then he would have been a guy that uh, would have gone very high in the draft. So 
went back Texas, came in the draft this year. People were talking about him, and he got got nicked up in the USC game. They fell mm, in the back yeah. of his leg, and he was done. And his tape wasn't as good. But I'll tell you what, you watch this guy work out. You watch the tape. This guy's an athlete. I he's mean, got he, a mean streak in him, he too. Has got he? A, he is a finisher. I mean, he keeps his hands, his feet. Everything works really well together. He doesn't appear to be rushed or hurried when he's blocking. You know, he doesn't panic when he blocks. Everything is really, really smooth. I mean, he could be a force when you down block with this guy. He could seal that edge. He can bounce up to the second level. He plays on his feet. He gets movement very easily. He can reach block. There's teams that worked him out. I was at the Pro Day in Austin. They worked him out as a center. They worked him out as a guard. I think he's going to play guard here. I think he's going to start at left guard here. You're talking about two athletes on the left side of that offensive line with him and Tyron Smith that will, will cause problems for people because it's going to be like one guy, it's going to be two guys playing as one when they scoop block, reach block. You know, you're not going to have to worry about Connor Williams like falling on the backside. You know, Ron Leary was at a little bit early in his career until he slimmed down his body. And then he got to where he was a little bit more athletic. And this team really ran the ball better because of Zeke. But they ran the ball better when when uh, when when Ron Leary slimmed down. Yeah. And then they could get guys up on the second level. We saw this guy. We he we actually brought him in here on your podcast. Oh yeah, podcast. we appreciate you guys doing that. He's yeah. he's very Tyron Smith esque. There's when no you look fat at him. There's on him. No at all. fat. Yeah. He's chiseled. He's yeah. he's not a sloppy. And he, yeah. he's what six. Four, six, six, five. Four, six, four and a half. Yeah. So, yeah. He's, and over it, three? Yeah, over 300 pounds. Muscle. So, yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. You know, I, I'm sitting there waiting on this picket, you know, the way we, you used to work. And yeah. I'm sitting there and I'm, and uh, and everybody was talking about, well, I received this here. And I, and I didn't know where they was going. Yeah. You know, because they had let a lot of, a few guys drop off the board. Yeah. You know, Sutton and all of these guys gone. And when they said, Con-, I screamed, man. I, I was like, you, 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 scream? you watched this guy too, right? But, but, no, I just heard great things heard about, about him. him. Yeah. He's a worker. He's mm-hmm. a worker. But what, what amazed me is now my mind going to the mode of we have a potential starter that we got depth across mm-hmm. the board again. Right. So if we have an injury to any one of our guys, we are covered. Yeah, Martin, should be Martin covered. and Fleming, will, yeah. yeah, those guys will help We a should lot. be covered, yeah. man. Yeah. Awesome. And uh, and Alexander's supposed to be that type of coach where he can make great adjustments within the offensive line. We, wow. Yeah. The next one was Michael Gallup. This mm-hmm. is the one I liked. Again, this is another one of my guys in the top fifty. And I've been looking for a receiver that can separate, and this guy can separate. That's the whole idea with this guy. I mean, I think that he's going to challenge Terrence Williams for his spot. I think that you need to find a way that, to like throw him out there, get him get as many reps as possible, learn how to beat press. But this guy, he he'll, he's a hands catcher. He can he can make contested plays. He'll sit down for the ball. He's good with the ball in his hands. He'll adjust. I mean, he can run deep routes. He can push to he pushes off to get space. He can drive off the line. I mean, there's a lot of things. He'll run through double teams. I mean, he he's he's not afraid to go inside to catch the ball. I, I like this guy a lot because I think at the line of scrimmage, he's physical. He knows how to get space. But once he gets in route, he can he you see the, that burst to separate, and I I don't think this team had enough of those guys. I think that hurt them a little bit last year because teams were covering and it was making uh, Prescott have to make a lot of tight throws. And so this guy right here though I, he's gonna he's gonna press uh, Terrence Williams for his job. So, There's so no doubt about it. Chance that. to start absolutely. Let who who does he really, remind you real quick, Nate? Who does he remind you of that's currently in the NFL? Type of body or yeah, or he's speed. a he's six he's right at six foot. He's two hundred pounds. 
I'm trying to think of a projection because there's guys that I've kind of thought about that, you know, I mean, I I was thinking about with Ridley. He looked like Marvin Harrison to me. I'll have to give that one a little bit of a thought, though. Smaller Bolden? I don't know. But faster? uh, Think of somebody that separates down the field, though, but is physical down the field. And that's that's the kind of the guy – I'll have to come up with one on Shannon. I don't have a a comparison in my head right now because I'm thinking about a lot of different guys – that are route runners, but this team needed a route runner, and mm-hmm. that's what this guy can do. Good. Do you have that in the book? Did Dane? Did Dane give us a comparison to who I, he might be? Dane's really good about the comparison stuff like that. What, Pierre what, Garçon. Pierre Garçon. He's a faster Pierre Garçon. I'll what, take that. Yeah, what he's I've heard. Than him. What I've heard is, I would have thought Pierre Garçon, but that's don't even good. look at his forty. Like you, Pierre Garçon, you don't look at his forty. Yeah, he runs. He he good plays the game fast. Good route runner. Yep. Sure. And, and so when they got this guy, and I didn't know nothing about him, I just, just went to diving in, reading, trying to yeah. – and nobody says anything bad. No. Nobody no. says anything bad. No. Mm-hmm. He, you know, wow. he, he played some games. Like you can watch him play against some good competition, Colorado and Alabama, and they've got a couple – both those teams had pretty good corners. And you see him have some success against those guys. So it always gives me hope when a guy has a receiver, has some success against some teams that you know have pretty good cornerbacks, pretty good defensive secondaries. How about our uh, defensive end we drafted with the fourth pick? Yeah. I'm loving him. Yeah. Do you know a lot about him, Nate? At no, all? sir. No, I don't. You don't know anything about him? And, and, and Broadus, this is wrong for me to say, but the way he's built yeah. in the little bit of film I've seen, <laughs> he looks like to me a defensive end. He is a defensive end. I mean, he. Yeah. I'm telling you, he, yeah. he looks like he got – he's lucky slippery, man. This guy plays with a lot of violence to yeah. him. I like I mean, violence and, on the football and, field. And I'll tell you, he does a great job of finding the ball. And I'm looking through my notes again. Mm-hmm. He plays really well on the move. He stays active. You know, he can work through the trash. Has to be careful not to get too wide because at times you see him get real yeah. wide and then come up the field and not be able to get back to the quarterback. Right, but he right. plays a little bit tighter. He can get the edge. He's got the speed to get there, and he's got the speed to turn it. So he's very physical for his size. He's a good wrap-up tackle. He can really close from the backside. There are times you see the ball go away, and he's screaming from the backside to get there. They tried to trade up for this kid at the end of the third round. We really? all we all thought they were trying to go for more, uh, Tavarius Moore, the safety from Southern Miss. Nah, mm-hmm. it was Dorrance Armstrong they were trying to go get. And so I, that tells you a lot about him, that they thought, okay, we need to get back in the round. They were worried about him. And it's kind of funny. I think the, the governor of Texas, right. Governor Abbott, said, no, no, stay. Just stay. And you know, Jerry asked him jokingly, and Governor Abbott said, no, stay. This guy will be there. We'll get him. And he, Governor Abbott was <laughs> Wow. Right. Bring him so, in the so, war know, every, exactly, year, uh, every year. But, yeah, but you, you can move this guy. You, you can move this guy. It was just a, he was having a joke. He was having fun. <laughs> but you can move this guy around to rush, and I, and I like that about him. But he can really change direction can break a blocker down, and he has a burst. And I think those are all really good things. I think you'll see that. Nate's right. Physically, he looks like a defensive end, and I can see Tell why. Me, man, you, well, he can, I remember D-Ware. D-Ware. Yeah. I remember D-Ware came in here, man. I was like, what would you play? He said, I'm outside guy. I'm yeah. And I said, wow, when he grows up, mm-hmm. when he grows into a manhood, yeah. he can be something special. And, and I just pray we don't get him. And go to say, oh, okay, let's put him over there, left <laughs> defensive end. Let's put him at on the right, right side, de- and, yeah. and let him go. Yeah. He, was one, him. he was one of your pet cats in the magazine. He too. was. He was absolutely yeah! one of pet cats. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a big fan of this guy because again, the violence that he plays with and the speed that which he plays with. I, I, I love the burst about him. So 
uh, I thought that was a really, really good pick. And you're talking about it fourth round at 116. Uh, I think there's people that had him a lot higher on their board. And I think that's why the Cowboys were worried about trading up for him late in the third. They didn't want that player to go away. Very cool. And next tight end, is this a, is this a because of Jason Witten possibly? I, yeah, or? I think this is a guy that's really a true inline player. And when I mean inline, he lines up as a Y on the line of scrimmage. You know, Stanford is known for their physicality, which they play with their offensive line. Uh, David uh, Shaw, the coach there, is really a – he's a hardball disciple. They like to run the football. They like to be physical. They use a lot of offensive linemen in their scheme. But this Dalton Schultz is a guy – now, I'll tell you this, though. He's a big-time holder. He will hold. I mean, and hold – Yeah, I read what you said. Yeah, he yeah. will you – know, I mean, he, his hands get outside the framework a lot, but in the Pac-12, they don't call it. I mean, he, he does. I mean, he can – Hands get inside, and hands will go outside. But like I could say, he's a position blocker. He'll block down. He really works hard to finish his blocks. I mean, he can be, he could be a hit and miss sometimes with defensive ends. But you put him on the outside when you have him blocking on the edge. I mean, he, can, he has the balance, the body control, the contact balance, all that. When he gets a guy, hands outside, feet, all that works really well together. And then he turns really quick. I'll tell you one of his best traits. He could, he could delay off the snap. He can come and just kind of give it just a little bit of a hesitation. He lets the guy move, and then he quickly jumps on him and turns the guy. And so he, he's got a real feel for how to play in position, though. So I, I like him about that. The catching part of it, though, is he's kind of a boot, waggle, catcher. He's not really a down-the-field player. He's more of an underneath guy. You Safety know. blanket type guy. Yeah, they throw him the ball. He makes a lot of contested plays. He'll catch the football, catch it in traffic, and he helps on pass protection. That's kind of a thing uh, with him that, that that he does pretty good. When I read your deal in the book, you know, because I took it to, yeah. with me, and I'll yeah. you know, I, I bring the book out in a minute. But the first thing I said, okay, this guy got a, you know – all this holding, all that. I said, this is the guy we'll get. Yeah. <laughs> you know, out of all the other guys, I said, this is the guy we'll wind up yeah, getting. Yeah, he, but he's good with his hands. I mean, he yeah. knows how to he, – he, he can kind of work him inside and then work him outside real quick and then and then position himself uh, to make the don't play. You, don't you already have that kind of in a Jeff Swain? Well, like, they, yeah, Swain, and then we, we need to see what Blake Jarwin is. Mm-hmm. Blake Jarwin's going to be that, that that type of guy, too. They really like Blake Jarwin, who they brought up halfway through the they season. They must have, yeah. They had yeah, because they, were not, they did not want to lose him to Philadelphia. And uh, so they brought him up, and uh, we'll see how these guys all play out. But Philadelphia, we'll get you. We'll yeah. just draft us yeah. a tight end. <laughs> I was glad they didn't really reach for a tight end. Was, was he kind of picked where he's expected? Or yeah, no? that's the kind of where I had him, right. Yeah. I, I thought he was more like a – fifth, sixth round kind of guy. I think I'm on my board. I think I had him on board in the fifth round. Let me see if where I had him. Yeah, I had him in the fifth round. I had him above Will Disley and Fumagalli. Those were my fifth round guys. Let me – me when when, when Jason said, you know, retirement, it didn't bother me like it bothered a lot of people because I I felt in the draft you could find a guy, but I – you got to get Swain and the other uh, Jarwin. You got to give him opportunity, yeah. right? Yeah, and then also Rico Gathers is in yeah. this as well Rico. too. There well, we he'd been waiting on Douglas. that. He probably had his yeah. hand. Oh yeah, just forged <laughs> over that button. Yeah. Man. Douglas is like, say yeah. it, say it, say it. Yeah, I should have just not said it. How about that? Uh, <laughs> the next one, a little bit of a head scratcher to me. Talk me into this one. Which one, Mike White, the quarterback? Yeah, another another pet cat. Oh my gosh. Shannon, you're talk gonna, me you're, into this guy. No, you're going to love this guy. Okay, better better than uh, the the Red Rocket we have back there. I'll tell you what; it'll be interesting to see. I I, I think Mike White, 
Mike White will surprise you how well. Not, I don't think Mike White will surprise you. I think Mike Mike White to me. I had him in the third round on my board, and okay. when you, when you started talking about all the all the all the uh, the quarterbacks that are in this draft, and you know we've seen plenty of them. I mean, I had Rosen, Jackson, Allen, Darnold, Mayfield. There, the gap between those guys and Mike White, in my opinion, is not huge. Really? No, <laughs> not at all. Not at all. This guy is six four and a half. He's two hundred twenty four pounds, and he will let it fly. And I love him about that. I saw him take a ton of hits. He gets up. He keeps playing. He's a leader. Uh, he's. Uh, he, you could see he's emotionally invested in the game. You could see the guys around him gravitate towards him the way he plays. I mean, he's got the arm talent, again, like I said, to get it on the outside. He could touch it with the swing. He could throw off play action. He can hit his man on the move. He plays with poise. He doesn't appear to get rattled at all when you watch him play. And he can make throws going to his left for a pretty big guy. I think that's something we've seen with Dak, his first early part of his career. How well can you get to your left, square up, and make a throw to the outside? But this guy, again, he'll slide in the pocket. He'll make some tight window throws. He'll get hit, but his eyes are always down the field. He doesn't look down in the rush. His turnovers were more about not seeing the defender than poor decisions. So if you ever watched his interceptions, and he didn't have many of them, but his, it, the problem was, you know, you talk about your eyes being down the field, but there were times where he didn't see a guy slide underneath, and then he threw the ball, and it was too late. But I, I didn't – I mean, he protected the ball in the pocket. I, I really – I like this guy an awful lot. I know that Kellen Moore went and worked him out at Western Kentucky mm-hmm. and, and came away really, really impressed with him. So made a lot of sense. You're, in, in this round, at, at the fifth round, you're, this is like a lottery ticket. You know, yeah. you're trying to hit the lotto here. And, you know, they hit it with uh, Dak Prescott in the fourth. You know, hear Mike White, 5-171. They might have they might have done it again. You, you, go ahead. Well, is it strange to have three such three young quarterbacks now? When I was in Green Bay in 1993 – I hate to be back in the day guy, but I'll be back in the day guy. We had three quarterbacks, and and they didn't have many starts between them. Favre was coming off his first year. But our quarterbacks, when we went to minicamp that first in 1993, OTAs, we had Brett Favre, Mark Burnell, Ty Detmer, and Kurt Warner were our three quarterbacks, four quarterbacks. Those are the four quarterbacks we had in camp. And and and, 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 and those <laughs> and those guys, like you said, I mean, you look at you look at you know Favre and Warner were Hall, but they were young guys. Right. We were not going to you know now in '96 we went and got a veteran guy because we lost we traded Burnell, Detmer, and all that. But but we you know we went and got Jim McMahon. But yeah, the, the playing young quarterbacks, no, I you know I would rather die with a young quarterback than somebody that that, that 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 and Nate I'm is was, Nate that, was part man. of a team that. That had uh, when he was playing, you know, they went through quarterbacks. I mean, Aikman was kind of got banged right. up a little bit, and they couldn't find the backup guy. And so all of a sudden, you know, I mean, and now boom, you hit a guy. You know, Aikman stays, gets healthy, and you win Super Bowls. But I, I'm I'm for give me the young guys. Let me I will I will die with a young guy playing before I will die with some guy like Brandon Whedon, veteran and, yeah, backup. No, yeah. absolutely. So, so does this guy have? And I'm I'm not saying for us, but I'm saying for one day, does, does he have he a chance have, to to be to the be a starter? Absolutely, somewhere. He absolutely, he does. Absolutely. So he's not just drafted as a perennial backup. Nope. nope. I think this guy. I think this guy has got enough talent. I think he's got enough ability. It'll be real interesting to see how in camp, you know, and again, I said he has a lot of poise. I don't think he's going to be overwhelmed by what's going to happen. I think he's going to be a smart guy. I think, you know, we got with Cooper Rush. You saw what Cooper Rush was able to do in the preseason last year. Mm-hmm. He was one of the best quarterbacks in the league when it came to the preseason football. So I think Mike White's a more talented guy than him. Uh, this, this is one of those picks that 
Uh, we're going to look back on it, and whether he's playing here or playing somewhere else, we're going to say, oh, Dallas knew what they were doing when they took Mike White. Very cool. Well, okay, you talked me into it. You okay. talked me into it. Glad I did that. <laughs> All, right. All right. What you what – you? What? It's okay. We got time. Oh, we're going to take, take a quick oh, break. Oh, no, no. We're yeah. keeping him until we're, he's ready to go. Yeah, we're not we're, breaking. Yeah, we're going to go through we this whole three, three more guys. Yeah. Chris, Chris Covington. What we got in that? Linebacker. Yeah. Indiana. I, I think Chris Covington to me, when you know, Chris Covington, when I watched him play, and again, I didn't know a whole heck of a lot about Chris Covington. Everybody else, I don't think you're going to find him in our book there. Uh, oh, the first yeah, one. This, this, <laughs> was, this was the one where I didn't, you know, with Chris Covington. And, 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 and it's shame on me about this because. I should have had this guy. But Chris Covington's a 6'2". He's 245 pounds. He's a 4'7'8 guy. Now, the thing about him is playing in Indiana, and I watched him play against Ohio State, Michigan State, and Wisconsin, so some pretty physical teams against him. So I love the way he had really good reactions to the ball. I really liked him about that, uh, his ability uh, to, to come forward to make plays. I liked him in coverage. I liked the ability of him to, when, it, when all of a sudden they, they break on the ball, he's there. Uh, he can cover a little bit on, the, on, the, on that part of it, though. I like the way he was kind of a wrap-up tackler mm-hmm. as well. Uh, so, yeah, this, this guy would probably be more of a special teams guy. Probably play him at a will linebacker because I think you have to have him off the ball. But he's got size to him, and I think, you, when you like say, you let him run, let him get to the football. He, he's a really aggressive player, has to be careful about overrunning some plays at times. But other than that, I think he's pretty good. Next guy. Just, we did have him listed, by the way. So. Yeah, we, okay. Okay. Was he the, the, the best, yeah, of? Yeah, yeah. best of? Yeah, the best of, yeah. Just bring on all the Boise players. Just bring them to Dallas. Because <laughs> the, this, blue turf, yeah, all the blue turf kids. Something in the water that the Cowboys like up there. Cedric Wilson, wide receiver from Boise State. Yeah, Cedric Wilson. And, and again, this is a guy that a lot of people had that were, were pretty high on him. Mm-hmm. I had him in the seventh round myself, uh, but he went in the sixth at 208. Uh, I, I've kind of felt like with Cedric Wilson – the ball down the field was his best asset. When the ball went down, he was one of these guys that starts on the right side of the formation. He runs his route like he's running a post, and he's coming all the way across the field, and then they find him on the other side of the field. But he does a lot of stuff underneath. I think he's got a, a, a good catch radius. Uh, he's To me, when you watch him play, uh, they the ball is down the field. He's a, just a down-the-field player. There is some separation there. I don't know if he has the separation – that Michael Gallup has. I think Gallup's got better separation. But, when you, again, when you're talking about those Mountain West kids, he's running past some defenders. I mean, they're, they're hitting him with the passes down the field, across the field, underneath. Uh, the catch radius, I think, is pretty good. Uh, we'll see if, in fact, though, how it all plays out. But, uh, yeah, he's a uh, he's the type of guy, though, that and when it came down to the late, to the, end, the latter part of the draft, you know, you didn't want to probably fight for a guy in free agency. That's probably what you would uh, – that's probably what the guy you would want to go for right there. Were, were you a little surprised they took another wide receiver? Given how, what the other yeah, moves they'd already yeah, played? Yeah, I, I think that to me, I, I think they're just going to throw as many guys at this thing as they can. You know, if you look at really on the board of any guys. Now, the, like I say, I would have, me personally though, uh, you know, they, they, they we're going to get down to both Scarborough or the running back will be. Mm-hmm. I personally had a couple of running backs on my board higher, Wadley from Iowa. Williams from LSU, Carter from actually from Grambling were guys that I had more, uh, you know, right above Scarborough. But at the bottom of the board, you're looking for traits. I think with Wilson, they're looking for traits. They're looking for that downfield guy. But you make a point, Kurt. I mean, there's probably a couple other positions that I want. You know, they they signed this guy, Cam Kelly, as a free agent, you know, after the draft. Uh, He's going to be an undrafted free agent. 
And I, I thought, you know, I would have taken him over maybe a Scarborough, but then if I could have taken it back again, Wadley would have been the back, you know, with Wilson. I had him in the seventh round, but I had some other guys higher than him on my board. Now the trades. What are we getting? What do we? What did we get for Switzer? Got a young guy, right? Yeah, Tavon Austin is a guy that I really like coming out of West Virginia, and to me, he's a. The problem and the thing that bothers me the most about him, I liked him coming out of West Virginia. I, I thought they were going to be able to use him in a way where you get him the football, you get him the ball in space, you let him make plays. He's explosive. I mean, you watch the game against University of Texas his senior year, and he just ate him alive. I mean, just explosive play after play after play after play. Now, you know, what bothers me a little bit is Sean McVay is a coach that that has, has a history of taking – guys like him and making it work. He did it with a Jamison Crowder with the Redskins, a smaller mm-hmm. guy, a quicker guy, and made Jamison Crowder a great player out of, out of Duke. He couldn't do anything with this guy, and that bothers me. You know, I mean, they never could find a way to, to kind of get him going. Now, maybe it's, this is going to be a, kind of an eye-opener for him, mm-hmm. that next stop is the last stop. I mean, he's always got the speed. They'll use him as a kick, punt, return guy. Maybe you'll see some jet sweep stuff, but let's see if they can get creative. And I know people out there saying Broadus's team can't get creative with receivers. Look what they do. But we'll see with this guy. He's very, very explosive in the way he plays. He's like a faster lucky he's a, whitehead. He's a better right? lucky whitehead, is what the, he is. Yeah. The re, I think what scares most coach McVay was two years. I mean two yeah, two years, ten fumbles. Yeah, five a year. Oh yeah, he'll he yeah he he'll, throw he, it down. he'll put it down on the ground. That ain't gonna work here. <laughs> no, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And what about this Ward kid they got in the trade with the uh, Switzer? Yeah, this is this is uh this is Will McClay's guy. Okay. This is all Will McClay right here. And I trust in Will McClay. Yeah, you so. should trust in Will McClay. But yeah, this is a guy they had in the Senior Bowl that they coached up two years ago at Oakland. He got banged up. I need to kind of get his history a little bit better about what happened to him there. But yeah, they th- wanted to draft him, right? They sure did at third round grade on him. And but this is a Will McClay guy. When they when when the Raiders were the one that called about Switzer, mm-hmm. and you got to remember Rich Bisacci is up there now in Oakland yeah. as a coach, and they called about Switzer, and they said, oh, and then they said, well, who are you going to offer? How, how do you want to do this? And when they offered Ward, Will McClay lit up and said, let's do this. Wow, well, let's go. Yeah. So yeah, so this is a guy that Will has that he likes the length of this kid. He mm-hmm. likes the range of build, the rangey build of the kid. He likes him as a pass rusher. He thinks he could do something. He thinks that Cat and Marinelli and those guys. So throw him in the mix. Let's see what he is with a Coney Ely with Tapper. Is he a D end or a is tackle? D end is okay. what he was. Yeah, it was D end cost. So we'll see what the where they in fact. Uh, where they, uh, where they kind of, like I said, I think they're going to play him on the outside. We'll see what they do inside, if they do anything with him inside. But this is, this is, Will wanted this guy in the trade. That's how they got it worked yeah. out. Before we let you go, one more thing. This was great stuff, by the way, brought us. Yeah, awesome. Super awesome. Things. Yeah, we can't keep him that I long. Know. Can't keep him all day. I told you, you I wish we had two hours. I'm going to do your show for you today. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what are you hearing, uh, what are you hearing about Witten? How did you hear anything about how this all went down? Yeah, I, I was told some from folks. I have some connections in Bristol, excuse me. And evidently, Witten, uh, they had some people they brought in uh, to uh, former players to try out for the job for Monday Night Football. And Witten was one of the last ones to try out. This is what I was told. And they took his all the guys who tried out and took them to a sample group of audience, a sample audience. And the sample audience said, this is the best one. 
and it was Witten. So, you know, the draft being here, ESPN being here, you know, it, it's probably a great opportunity. I'm sure that he's talked to Tony about what it's like being on the road, what it's like working with these crews, how things, you know, the pay is excellent. Monday Night Football is one of the great, uh, you know, one of historic, iconic, you know, television programs in our history. And, you know, it's a great opportunity. And you might not have this opportunity next year because mm-hmm. if you get guys, what if a guy like Drew Brees retires? You know, what if Larry Fitzgerald retires? There's some really some dynamic personalities and guys that you might not get that opportunity again. So if, in fact, he does leave, it's going to be for something pretty good. But, it, it, but it, it, talking to ESPN people, it sounds like that the target of the audience, the sample audience, thought that Witten was really, really good at it. And they just came mm-hmm. at him. They came at him, so that's wow. kind of where we're at. So we'll see. Yeah. Wednesday's probably the day that we'll mm-hmm. hear. You know, I'm just guessing right now, and, yeah. and we'll and and we'll go from there. If he's here, he's here. If he's not, then he had a hell of a run, man. Yep. Hell of a run. Well, you had a hell of a run on this show. Like I said, I wish we could keep you two hours, but I know you got you got to get out of here. Yeah, we, we want to let you go. Appreciate, appreciate you stopping by. Thank you, man. Us. Thank, Thank you, guys. Thank appreciate you, you guys. Quick Thank break. You. And we'll go over what Broadus just told us on Hanging with the Boys. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. I definitely have an Instagram foodie thing, but the low-light camera on my new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T is getting me a whole new world of likes and shares. Baskets of bread by candlelight, colorful fruit plates in full sun, even a dimly lit Cobb salad was recently hailed as a masterpiece. Come in now and ask how to get half off the new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T. AT&T, more for your thing. That's our thing. Limited time only. See store for details or att.com slash Samsung 50. Dual aperture supports F15 mode and F24 mode. Dual aperture is installed on the rear camera. Oh, I am craving a Dr. Pepper. I got some soda. I asked not for soda. I asked for ice cold, craveable Dr. Pepper. Its flavor is more one-of-a-kind than a foretold sloth with a thirst for speed. So stop settling for soda and start demanding Dr. Pepper. I love sloths. When you crave a Dr. Pepper, nothing else will do. Grab an ice-cold 20-ounce Dr. Pepper today. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. It's so big and it's a lot to take in. Back to hanging with the boys. We are back. Man, that was good stuff. That was good. That was good. Count on Broadus every time. Speaking of... Speaking of counting on folks. Speaking of good... Is that what you need? This looks like... uh, Looks like some new underwear reads. Oh, my goodness. Looks like a new sheet. Picking number one in the draft is a good thing. I'll see now we're relevant, aren't we? But picking your wedgies is a bad thing. Nice. Mm. So never pick again. Reach for Tommy John instead, the innovative men's underwear that has a no wedgie guarantee. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboys for 20% off your first order. That's tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboys. Hi, Lottie. 
No wedgies, huh? No picking. No wedgies. No picking. So we've got uh, Douglas has some some audio cuts from some of the calls from Mr. Jones and Jason Garrett over the weekend. Uh, but before we get to those, who was your favorite pick out of this draft, Kurt? Which, which one did My which one did you like pick? the best? Which one did you think was a good move? Um, I do like this Gallup kid because mm-hmm. one, they waited, they didn't. Um, didn't reach they didn't reach for him and two just what little i've read and then here in broadest it sounds like he could make a pretty quick impact mm-hmm. what about you nate what what did you like uh I, I like that kid he talked about it i like connor but man, this armstrong kid I, I every rep that he can get i want him to give it to him mm-hmm. every rep because so how as you- good as d law is you know coming off that left side Bro, you just understand when a quarterback got his back to you, you bringing that heat. You can mm-hmm. change a quarterback's life. <laughs> it's gonna be interesting to see how they balance developing him with developing Taco. Taco, yeah. Man, let him play. Yeah. Let, let you and then the other guy Ward. They got I don't know about much about him, but you need that guy coming off your left side. I promise you that that that, right that brings a whole different dollar value. I mm-hmm. promise you. And Ward's the guy that got the trade with Switzer from yes. uh, from Oakland. I really liked something cool. Both of the both of the number one and the number two pick. Both of them grew up Cowboy fans. Uh, we talked to Layton's dad whenever he was whenever he was here with him, and he said he wanted to do two things when he was a kid. He wanted to play football for Boise. And he wanted to play football for the mm-hmm. Dallas Cowboys, nice. which is really cool. And that was like when he was two years old. Go! Cool. Super cool. And then Connor Williams. He's is, local kid. Yeah, from down the street in uh, Coppell, I think. Yes. Um, down the street in Coppell, grew up a Cowboys fan and just said it was a, a crazy thing. I really, I really like that pick. I think he they got super value. And basically what they're telling Zeke, is stay out of trouble, get your ass in shape because we're going <laughs> to hand you the ball 350 times this year and we're probably going to throw it to you another 100 times. We beefed up this offensive line and we're going to ride you into the ground. So, he, hell, he may rush for 3,000 yards this season. And, and that's, yeah. you know, that's what, you know, people – I couldn't get people to wrap their arms around for the last two weeks. That's what I've been preaching for the last two weeks is – the. The way this thing transpired with Dez, even when they even when they said uh, Jason was retiring, and the way Ms., uh, Stephen Jones said, "Okay, all right," I I, I I said, "Get ready, fellas." I said, "Let's put this kid in a deep freeze." I say, "And bring him out a week, <laughs> uh, bring him out a week before the last preseason game." Like, who are you talking about? Put Zeke in a deep freeze right now, yeah. so he don't move around. So because he's gonna touch it three hundred and twenty times rushing and another eighty five mm-hmm. and ninety times with the pass. I said they finna work this kid to death. So I mean, he won't be able to go out after a game. He's gonna be no. so tired. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this thing is predicated on Zeke and then making sure that Dak got receivers that gonna be in the right place at the right, right. Uh, or at least trying to get there. The release of Dad says two things. Your production dropped off. We know that. You're not the 12.5. We can't give you that. But it, it sends a message to Ter- the Terrence Williams, guys that kind of just 
this is what you run and it's the only thing you can run, you better demand more mm-hmm. from yourself and demand more from the coaches. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way they went out and got this Michael Gallup, and like I said, I didn't know much about him. I went to reading about him, and his, his, that, he, he came from a junior college, you know, because he didn't have the grades. He went and got the grades. He came to Colorado State. Is, is it Colorado, Colorado State? Colorado State. And then uh, his junior and, and senior year just never dropped off. Just attacked the ball. Uh, don't look at his 40 because he runs his way faster than that. Mm-hmm. So you, you, when you think of that, run nice routes, high points the ball, catches with his hands, they they trying to tell you this is the type of guy we want. And evidently, Allen Hearns is that type of guy for us catching with his hands, running the correct routes. They letting you know, if if I'm already on this team, uh, this is this is how I have to do it now. Right. You know. They want guys that they can trust and guys that are where they're supposed to be. That's right. And I mean that they're look at look at what they've done since the end of last season, they have pretty much retooled this whole offense. Yeah. So Dak I mean, friendly, right? Da- Man, <laughs> I tell you what, Dak and Zeke, I tell you what, it's going to be interesting. That, and that's why as much as Witten is done for this team, him retiring don't scare me like it does most people. It, Jeff Swain needs opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the other kid, Jar Jar, Jar Blake, yeah. he needs opportunity. Let's let's see if Rico got anything to him. Right, you, you just can't keep every year. Oh, you know, yeah. how, you know, let these guys play. Give them every rep they can they 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 can stand. Let's see what the the uh, the, the the kid that Schultz. Schultz. Let's see mm-hmm. what he can do. Let's see if he's the great holder that Broadus <laughs> says he is. You know what I'm saying? That you want to escape from him, so. I, I, I believe that's why you know I say, hey man, don't waste an ounce on 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 Broadus. I mm-hmm. mean, he's here. Let's get it all, you yeah. Know, yeah. Because the players that I like, you know, the Vanderish guy. If you listen, when when people believe in you and know who you are, you they talk about it. Mm-hmm. These coaches. Even Mr. Jones, there's nothing wrong with his neck. I know nobody asked me about it a second time. <laughs> I know I'm being redundant. This kid is ready to go. Mm-hmm. But we saw what we felt. And then when they got this Connor Williams, first thing he said was, and this made me line up even more with, with doing the right thing, the Washington Redskins played a part in us making sure that that never happens again. Two things happened. We got rid of the offensive line coach. And we got a bet. We got a better offensive lineman in here. We went out and addressed it in free agency. We addressed it in the draft. So if something happened to Tyron Smith, we would not have that. The Falcons, you mean yeah. the Falcons? The Atlanta yeah. Falcons, yeah. yes. Yeah, that game. That game. Hey, that game changed. That it. game changed yeah. it, and not only hurt Chaz Green as a player in his development. You, your quarterback was no good after that. No, mm-hmm. no. Come on now, yeah. come on now. That and that's from two things that. We could have saved Chaz Green by getting him out of there and running a whole different scheme. Uh, and so that that's a part of the coach's deal. And now you got my man, you know, uh, you know, recovering from that man. That that's too many hits. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of Connor Williams, uh, Douglas, I think you got some audio from whenever he he was he was at the draft yes. and uh, was possibly going round one. Um, local kid from right down the street, like Brada said, he he called some of his high school games and 
when he finally did get the call, super emotional. Um, this is the call from uh, Jerry Jones and uh, Jason Garrett. Hello, Connor. Yes. Got somebody who wants to talk to you. It's Dallas Cowboys. Hold on. Hey, Connor. 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 Hey, Connor. Yes. Connor. It's all that noise. Hey, Connor. This is Jerry Jones, and uh, you're now a cowboy. We just handed in. Connor. Yes. Okay, this is Jerry Jones, and you're now a cowboy. We just handed you in. Congratulations. Hey. I just thought I knew what I might be able to accomplish. When I became a cowboy, I went to another level. Here's your head coach. Here's your head coach right here. Connor. Hey, congratulations, man. Thank you, coach. Sounds a little hectic over there. Oh, my God. That's great. So that's, that that's was crazy. matching what we saw on TV when he fell on the ground. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Really. Mom or somebody there was excited. Oh yeah, she? a little bit. They were out at uh, AT and T Stadium for that. So really cool, super cool moment. Um, you got another one in there, Douglas? I do. Uh, I I picked three that I thought were distinctive. That was that one, of course, because he was so emotional. I think what Broadus said that if he'd have come out in the draft last year, he'd have been a first round pick. And so now he slips through the first round into the second, goes to his home state, hometown team. We that don't need sense. commentary, Doug. Let's just play the game. <laughs> In that case, let's go to the next uh, one. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Who we got, Douglas? Who's this um, one? The next one is uh, the third-round pick, wide receiver out of Colorado State, Michael Gallup. And a lot of people heard this and thought, man – it's a good thing that he didn't think it was a prank call. Hello? Chris. Oops. Wrong one. It was out of order. Here we go. Hello? Michael. What's there? Somebody wants to talk to you. All right. Michael Gallup. Is this Michael Gallup? Hi. Uh, this is the governor of Texas. <laughs> And I'm here, I'm here with Jerry Jones, and we are proud to say Tom. you are a Dallas Tom. Cowboy. Ooh. A Dallas Cowboy. Dallas Cowboy. I appreciate, I appreciate it. Uh, of course, Jerry Jones wants to talk to you. Michael, Michael, Jerry Jones. I'm doing great, and that was our governor of Texas that just uh, got on the phone and told you he's sitting right here with me, and he wanted to tell you now, Dallas Cowboy. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Yes, sir. Well, he's a great governor, and uh, come in here and let's win some ball games, okay? Congratulations. Yes, sir. Listen, here's, here, here's our head coach, Jason Garrett. Michael. Hey, congratulations, man. Thank you. You got Thank you very guy. much. Thank you. You got the governor of Texas calling you. You got, yes, you got Mr. Jerry Jones calling you. So, special deal, man. Congratulations. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. You ready to work? 
Yes, sir, I'm always ready, always ready. I know you are. I know you are. That's a big reason why we picked you. We're excited to get yes, you in here and get after it, man. All right, sir. There's a lot of noise back there. That's a good sign. Congrats. Yes, sir. Thank you, crazy. I'm going to hand the phone to Scott Linehan, the offensive coordinator. All right, all right. Way to go, man. Thank you very much. Michael. All right, Douglas, that's good. That's good, Douglas. That's yeah, good. I saw so we're going to keep handing it until we got to you, huh, Douglas? Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I think yeah. Nate's as defeated as our next guy. He, he's a polite young man. He said, yes, sir, about 87 uh, times he did, in that and, clip. And he took that governor thing in stride. Well, saying. he probably didn't know what the hell was going yeah. on. It's like, wait a minute, the governor? Why is yeah. the governor on the phone? Exactly. Yeah, yeah right. I'm going to tell you another thing. Uh, we need to hear him get him out of Georgia, that pollen killing him. <laughs> Did y'all hear that part of the when he was talking about said, What you okay? You say, I'm all right, so I'm in Georgia and the pollen is gay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear it. Yeah, 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 okay. I tuned out by then. Go ahead, Douglas. What we got now? So the final one is uh the sixth our first pick in the sixth round, Chris Covington, linebacker out of Indiana. And as I mentioned, uh when he answers the phone, he sounds defeated, like he thinks he's slipped too far. But he cheers up pretty quickly. Hello, Chris. Yeah. How you doing? It's Will McClay with the Cowboys. Hold on, somebody wants to talk to you. Okay. Chris, it's Jerry Jones with the Cowboys. What's up, man? Good afternoon, <laughs> and uh, we just drafted you. Yeah. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. I appreciate it so much. Well, uh, congratulations to you, seriously. And, uh, this this is a great time. Uh, you've uh, worked hard to get to this spot, and uh, we're glad to uh, be able to draft you and uh, really glad that uh, this will be a great opportunity for you. You continue to work as hard as you've worked, and uh, uh, you'll, land on, you'll get you a spot on this team. But the main thing is we've taken the first step, and we've got you on the roster. Yes, sir. So we're going to be drafting you. And Appreciate it so much. Tell your family I'm, proud, right, you're, I'm proud you're a cowboy. Now I want to hand you uh, the phone to our head coach, Jason Garrett. All right. Yes, hey, Chris, congratulations. I appreciate it. It's going to be a great opportunity for you. Excited to get you in here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fired up, man. Good. Appreciate it so much. Thank you for the opportunity. Can't wait to get down there, man. Well, you, you got it. You ready to work? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's one of the big reasons we drafted you. You know that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How much you love ball and how much you love to work. Uh, all that. All that. Good. It'll be a great opportunity for you. It's a great day. It's been a great day for us as well. Yes, sir. All right. There you go. Thanks, Douglas. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we will get everyone's thoughts on the draft, successful, not successful, maybe even uh, give a grade or two on Hanging with the Boys. Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas-based Jack Black, is the number one best-selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit GetJackBlack.com Cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black. Look good. Smell good. Feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. 
Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel Will McClay and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com slash cowboys. I definitely have an Instagram foodie thing, but the low-light camera on my new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T is getting me a whole new world of likes and shares. Baskets of bread by candlelight, colorful fruit plates in full sun, even a dimly lit Cobb salad was recently hailed as a masterpiece. Come in now and ask how to get half off the new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T. AT&T, more for your thing. That's our thing. Limited time only. See store for details or att.com slash Samsung 50. The dual aperture supports F15 mode and F24 mode. Dual aperture is installed on the rear camera. Back to hanging with the boys. Back for the final few minutes. And we're going to let you know what we think about this draft. I'll start it off. Sure. I really like the number one pick. I think the kid's got a very, very high ceiling. I don't think he's uh, reached his full potential yet. Um, seems like a great kid. Comes from a – seems like a great family. His dad owns a big game hunting outfit. Um, they hunt bears and wolves and stuff in Alaska. But uh, I think he uh, – just a big kid. I think immediate impact. I think he plays right out of the gate. Quit looking at me crazy, Nate. I love the second-round <laughs> pick. <laughs> this guy plays with with for an offensive lineman. He he he's nasty. He he plays with an attitude, kind of like Lyle. You get him and Lyle out there. I th- I think this is a great great pick. Um, and uh, brought us taught me into the the quarterback pick. So I'm not crazy that they gave up Switzer. I'd like to see one more year out of Switzer, but I would not have been surprised if. I thought they would hold on to him and Beasley at least to training camp for for camp bodies, but I wouldn't have been surprised if if one of those guys wouldn't have been here after camp. I'm surprised they did it in the draft, but hey, at least you got some value out of it. Um, you got another player out of it, so I'm interested to see what Tavon Austin can do. Um, I think I give them a solid B, B plus. I think this is a good draft. I don't think they reach for anything. I think they they let the players come to them. Um, took the best one that they thought was, you know, what have we been saying for five months? Best best available player, regardless of position. They could have reached for a safety a couple of times. I don't or try to trade up. They didn't do that. They just let it come to them. So I, I give it a solid. I say give it a solid B B plus. But you, Kurt, uh, I agree with the fact that I don't think they uh, got panicky they didn't rush you know the news that Witten came out and, and other things that happened I was glad they kind of stuck to their board um, didn't reach for a tight end didn't reach for some of the other positions that kind of let it come to them and then took the best player that, that was available um, my one worry is no defensive backs mm-hmm. and we went into this draft saying you can never have enough and we didn't take any 
So that tells you what they uh, think about him, I guess. Yeah, that but worries my, me. My, qu- but, but, but my question is, where do you, where, which position are you worried about? I mean, I'm just saying you, the the old saying, you never have enough cornerbacks. But they got thirty of them. They got thirty of them. I mean, <laughs> they some I, I'm just saying that you know. They they hired some guys that didn't. I mean, they signed some guys that didn't get drafted. They got a lot of guys, young guys last year. You hope they continue to develop. I mean, but what round would you? If it's not the kid from Seattle, what what? And it wasn't going to be a first or second pick. What round would you like to have gotten this this in the sixth, the seventh? Yeah, I mean, did they need another wide receiver? After all the moves they've made, after as depth that as much depth if, they have if, there, if the strength going to continue mean, to be your offense. Yep. Yeah. Well, we've yeah. been saying they need to improve their defense. Well, the thing about it is, I'm with you on that, but then they wouldn't have stuck to their board. Then we would have been like, okay, then we would have been here and brought us where well, they got off their board. And mm-hmm. Well, they stuck to their board. So well, I, I, I don't know. I just I think there were probably defensive backs in that range they could have taken if they wanted, but. I mean, they know more than I do. Overall so. grade. I mean, it's a B. I mean, I Give like them a B. I like what they did. I just that worries me. That's a your bit. concern, Nate. What you think? I, I like what the what they did with the Connor Williams and in the in the, the, uh, the wide receiver and the defensive end. I, I liked all of those. I liked those moves there because if you're gonna say your strength is gonna be your offensive line, mm-hmm. okay, you you help yourself in free agency. You you got a surprise pick. And you got a guy that was a number one pick on most people's board last year and part of this year that mm-hmm. slid. And Connor Williams, you, you can't lose like that. Mm-hmm. You can't. If this is the strength of your team, if you're going to put it's two entities, the running backs and the offensive line, you saying it's going to tote your team. All you did was strengthen it. And what's yeah. encouraging to me about that? is they took that Atlanta game. They didn't hide from right. it. They didn't say, oh, well, this was a fluke. They realized that they had a glaring need, and they addressed it. And with the wide receiver, you know, they, they, they got a pick. And you see Brody said he had him in the second round. Yeah. They got a pick here where this guy, everything that the last few guys didn't do, this guy, this guy supposedly can learn how mm-hmm. and be better at doing that. You know, and then the defensive end, like I said, I, I've never seen this kid play a lot, you know. But what I saw in the highlights, I liked. Yeah. I, I'm like, he he looks like a defensive end. He don't look like a bulked up this, that. He looks like he can grow into being something special. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, I woke up with that safety thing in my mind. But where, where, where you know, because I was like, man, we got to get no – we don't because it's still a fine line between having enough guys and having too many guys because every one of our guys that we drafted last year was hurt either during all of training camp, all of uh, 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 in and out during the, during the regular season. These guys need reps, mm-hmm. and sometimes even young guys can start to steal reps. You, you, we get too many DBs. Now we got people that can't get reps, and so we got to put these guys on hold. We we can't afford to do that. We we don't know who our safety is. That is our safety Woods. Is that if our safety uh, Heath? Is that safety uh, KJ uh, Kayvon? Kayvon. Mm-hmm. Who is our safety? I'm thinking 
Now, who is – and we done put Jones down. Jones going to start at one of these corners. Mm-hmm. You ain't just moving him to say, okay, get in line. Right. <laughs> so you can – you know what I'm saying? So he's got to play one of these corners. Well, we got Lewis. Uh, we got Cheeto. Cheeto. And we got him. And we got uh, Anthony Brown. Mm-hmm. So we got – you can't have so many on the team. Let them play. They got to play, man. It's time to compete. That's why I say the safety thing wasn't uh, – but it, it didn't bother me after a while because it's like, who is the safest? If we don't get a, if we don't get the kid from Seattle and we don't get a guy in the first or second round, now you just getting the guy that we put in line. Mm-hmm. So now we lose either Michael Gallup, Armstrong, or the tight end because you got to get a guy that can play. You build your team on the third, fourth, the third and fourth rounds. That's where you. That's where you get your horses. Yep. And I think we got the horses right there. Would you give them a grade? Uh, nine to not nine, nine. You know, you two come, years. You coming to training camp? Two years year? from now? <laughs> nah, we we gonna give them a grade All after right. training camp. Uh-huh. All right, let's go. Let's get out of here. Yes, sir. We will see you guys man, next now, Monday. Douglas, Douglas, mad at me. He ain't said a word. We usually get his grade, but if I say something, to I'm him, about he... to pee in my pants, so <laughs> y'all can get his grade. But I'm leaving. So so he ain't gonna say that. Get, get his grade, and y'all sign off. I'm going to the bathroom. Sign off for us, man. Uh, yeah, we're out of here. Uh, yeah, we're out of here. <laughs> we'll be back on Monday, 11 o'clock. Thank you for Thank hanging you, with the Thank boys. You. Hey, this, this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?